Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We're in a post-Olympic funk. I'm going to lift you the hell out of it. You're listening to International Waters. Playing for the country that says manners are everything, but put the milk in before the tea and we'll fucking cut you. From the movie Florence Foster Jenkins and her young adult novel, A Girl Out of Water, released in the U.S. as Goldfish, it's writer and comedian Nat Lertzima. Hello, Nat. Hello. How are you? I waved like a simpleton. It's just audio. Why wave, Nat? <laughs> well, I can see you. You're on Skype. It's the future. Uh, what's new? Um... I mean, nothing much, really. I was just boasting that I've not drunk a scrap of alcohol for 17 days, but then my co-guest here has ruined it. Yeah, and you're having just a tiny <laughs> so nip. So that's nothing to boast about anymore. Simply by offering it. Having a little nip of red wine. Just a little thimbleful. Why not? Just, just to take Treat the edge yourself. off the day. I want you to black out in that, Lurcima. Uh, also playing for Team UK, <laughs> the other voice that you might have heard. He's a bad influence. He's from the sketch group The Penny Dreadfuls and a beloved past International Waters guest. Please welcome David Reed. Hello, David Reed. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well. So what? Have, very what have, well indeed. What are you corrupting that with? What uh, What are you sipping on over there? Uh, it's red wine. I'd uh, call it a cheeky red because it really does burn in the stomach, doesn't it? Oh yeah, really? yeah. I'm yeah. It's mm. uh, it's mail order. I got it delivered from a website. Nice. Um, we, who do the best wines? I think dirty the internet, internet wine. The, the internet wine. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Amazon brand wine. Yum. It's always nice to look at a JPEG of your wine before you buy it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You really get the floral notes yeah. off of that gift. <laughs> yeah. Moving gift. You're like, oh, well, it's swirling around in the glass. Enlarge? I will. Look at that. Uh, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in history. Well, you see, this is a tricky one because our great nation is in our identity is in flux. Don't it's you think? very fluxy. Yes. I mean, can you think of anything that combines this other than just sort of, well, no, <laughs> at the moment? That's all I can sort of think. No, <laughs> no. I like that. That's nice. That sounds. Yeah, I was going to go with what's well, clearing up. But it, it's not quite punchy enough. It's almost too optimistic as well. I'd yeah, say. it is, isn't it? Post Brexit, yeah, yeah. I think. Well, no, no. Yeah, that's, that's what we're okay. doing. With. I'm into that. I'm into that. Well, no. <laughs> it's nothing but negativity I love it. and internet wine this end. Sorry. I love it. Playing for the nation that is stuffed full of deep fried Twinkies purchased from a dubious trailer at the county fair. From At Midnight and Not Safe with Nikki Glazer, it's comic, writer, and fellow MTV alum, Sarah Schaefer. Hello. How are you? Oh, yes. Hi. We survived MTV. We did. The VMAs are this Sunday. Are you ready? Uh, They'll have passed I'm by ready the time to this, ignore this them. Post. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have to live tweet them for Esquire, even though I'm oh 45 years old and I have no idea who's hosting it or who no, will be No, they haven't done a lot of promotion this year. I don't no, know what's they really going haven't. on. Oh, or uh, are you watching well, the network at all? Oh, no. No, yeah, no, no. See, no, I'm not. No. So maybe they're never doing a ton again. of it, but I would never see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've uh, we've moved on. Yeah. Are you watching MTV Classic, though? Uh, I haven't checked it out yet, but it did delight me to hear cool. that it was coming back. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Welcome, Sarah. Thank also you. for Team US, although he's Canadian. From the Angry Little Goats podcast, it's comedian Will Weldon. How are you? I'm well. In a thank little, you. in a little Henley. Yeah, a little ball cap. 
well, I was told that the, the they were like, hey, the studio is going to be real hot, so yeah. you feel free to dress appropriately. No, you look great. And then they're like taking pictures. I'm like, boy, I didn't. I'm glad I didn't go with like my like dirty undershirt that nice. I was originally considering to wear because I was like, screw See, it. They gave me permission. When they originally started podcasts, the joy was, oh, I can show up looking right. like garbage. Right. And then all the podcasts started like, oh, so when you get here, we're going to do a photo shoot, and yeah. this is live streaming. Yeah. And it's a video. Let me, let, me, and... let me just stop you both there because the word that comes to mind, the mm-hmm. two words, casual elegance. Uh, true. You look terrific. True. Thank you. Uh, I got team my US. Pants on. Uh, what's your buzz in word? Uh, oh. Well, uh, I, I, the two I thought of were either uh, immigrants or hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. Hot dog. Uh, I like hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog that's made of immigrants. Oh, it's hot dog is appropriate. A terrifying vision you know. of the future, yeah. care of Dave Holmes. Uh-huh. Hot dog's a good symbol because it's a delicious thing that's just real bad for everybody. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. You know? Bad for the that's environment. That's America. Bad for the mouth. Yep. Bad for your friends. Bad for world peace. Bad, bad for, for world peace. Bad for immigrants. Yeah, yeah. Bad for world peace. Great. Hot. Uh, yes, the hot dog wars. Hot dog the versus. 18th century. <laughs> well, no. All right, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine you're in the airport. Bill Murray comes up, steals a handful of your fries. You're all, what? That is so crazy. I'm going to tell the internet. And then you realize it's not Bill Murray. It's just the guy who cleans the bathroom. And you feel bad. And you feel very cold. Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one. It's been a couple weeks, so we are well overdue for a reboot of Britain's most beloved detective, Sherlock Holmes. But which U.S. comedy stars are going to be playing the private dick who's a sex machine to no chicks and his bumbling sidekick Watson in a PG-13 comic reboot? Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah. This really? is, ter- this is like, terrible news. Just tell me who you don't want to see because you might be right. UK. Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. You're absolutely that- right, Team UK. Wow. Thank you. With My one God. hand That's tied behind amazing. your back. I haven't heard about that yet. I gotta say, legit excited. Oh, you pro- really? <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. them. Yeah? I think they're funny. I'd watch Will Ferrell do anything. Yes, Literally he anything. could just look at you Step and it's Step Brothers hilarious. is but a phenomenal film. So. It absolutely is. Haven't you already watched Will Ferrell do everything? Well, that's it. <laughs> he's pushed my patience to the limits. And I'm like, no, no. If he gets any funnier, I will stop. Okay. <laughs> so what, what is the appeal? Let's, this is just for open conversation. What is the appeal of Sherlock Holmes and, and Watson? Uh, I you, dig it. You know how much but, you love like cold, aloof people who think they know everything better yeah. than you. It's I that try to appeal. surround myself. You know how with that's that. your favorite kind of person. <laughs> yeah, just to know it all with no emotional intelligence mm-hmm. whatsoever, and it doesn't bother them. Oh, okay, I get it. Uh, question number two: In somebody call a Disney scriptwriter stat news. The town of Cormorant, Minnesota, has reelected their mayor for the third time. Mayor Duke has repeatedly won in a landslide, but what makes him different than most other mayors? Hot dog. Yeah. Well, he's a cat. Oh, you're so close. Team UK to Fuck. steal. What? <laughs> penguin. He's a penguin, I think, maybe. Oh, you motherfucker. That was a Norwegian like that. news story That was recently. a Norwegian. Sorry, guys. I'm really international. It might yeah. be a penguin. We could go for it. There could have been two penguin news maybe. stories in the last week. That is possible. Is it the penguin takeover now? Sure. He's a penguin. That's what we're going with. We're going with Penguin, well, but we're braced for failure. You're both wrong. He's a dog. Ah. Oh. He's a nine-year-old Great Pyrenees. Oh. Of course. Originally, Who would vote for a cat? Yeah. I, there 
is Cats a cat very mayor aloof. somewhere. I Might read as well that. have Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, of Hateville. Uh, he was a write-in candidate, <laughs> but he was so popular that uh, the town re-elects him every year. He is uh, not the only animal elected mayor of a small American town, though. There have been several dogs, even a beer-drinking goat named Clay Henry III, who was eventually taxidermied and put on display after his death, Ooh. like Lenin. Yeah. Uh, or Mary like Daly. Old Maz. Yeah. Uh, for a bonus point, yeah. give me some political slogans an animal might use to get into office. For example, yes, we too can. Or make America great, Dane again. Um, oh, just, do we have to buzz I in think for this? A, an, yeah. An animal. Okay. What, oh, do we need to buzz? Well, I mean, we you already started talking, so I'm just politely going. <laughs> it's not a lovely else. chat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, buzz in. I, I was going to say uh, an animal might say, like, uh, Piss up that wall. That would be something a dog would. I'll <laughs> take it. It's not, an, it's not an anti-immigrant sort of slant. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, no. Um, yeah. Quack power. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That uh, made my blood I pump. mean, ducks can't make a fist, and that is a real drawback. Uh, but... You know, they'll improvise. They yeah. look a bit like a fist. Though, also, that's, so that's all right. That's a, that's a pun on a slogan that absolutely would not get you elected. <laughs> that's yeah. America. That's very right. true. <laughs> like if America was like, yeah. hey, vote for me, black power, huge swaths of this country would be like, well, yeah. something about this is bothering me. Uh, <laughs> Team US, get in there. Uh, white power? Does that help? Mm. No, nothing. Yeah, no, that's not, that's no. not much better. No. Uh, different, different swaths come into conflict <laughs> yeah. with that. We have some swaths issues here yeah. in yeah. America. Yeah, that's really the problem, isn't it? Yeah. We need to unite our swaths. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, fuck you, I'm a cat. Mm, that's okay. appropriate. Yeah. 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 It would work. It's effective. <laughs> yeah. um, I've got, I'm with lemur. Guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with lemur or. Yeah. Uh, I have a bream. <laughs> I have oh, a bream. Nice. Or. Uh, I have a Love Trump's ape. Oh, I like that. oh. I, I'm giving you two points for that because it made me, it made me think, it made me laugh. You know, and it made me think. Yeah, <laughs> it's like painting it. a really weird picture in my head as I well. Know, it, just yeah. a but farting gorilla. It, or it, it also sounds like that's the slogan that love uses to defeat a uh, ape <laughs> yeah. in an election. Yeah, I mean, in a way, Trump is an ape. So <laughs> there's absolutely no doubt about that. You know that I'm coming to uh, to London in September, and I might stay. Uh, question <laughs> number three: Spotted dick is food news. Uh, the Great British Bake Off is back, or as it's called in the U.S., oh my God, you people are so cute. Uh, the beloved cookery show sees contestants whip up muffins, pies, buns, etc., to be declared Britain's master baker. Uh, and it gives post-Brexit Britain a chance to eat its feelings. And by feelings, I mean inhaling a box of Mr. Kipling French fancies while watching kind people in a tent make scones. 2016 needs this show very badly. Do you watch the Great British? <laughs> um, it's, I'm glad you reminded me because I need a show to watch, oh and everyone's God. telling me I it's know so I good. would love this show. It, it, like, it has we'll a lot of things. You would absolutely adore this show. And yeah. This show is getting so me through hungry. post-Brexit. Oh my God! Yeah. You know what my so problem good. with it's the my show safe is? Place. Not gentle um, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could this be Tweer? <laughs> yeah. Could we get Bell and Sebastian in on this somehow? Wait. Yeah. Uh, ready, set, be. It's too competitive, isn't it? I mean, it just feels really really testosterone-y. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. It's I said very last cutthroat. night while watching it, I'm not sure about him. He didn't seem sympathetic enough when her jam wouldn't set. <laughs> <laughs> and it sparked off quite the argument in my house. Oh, I bet it did. Oh, I All can't right. wait. All right, the question is, which American rap star recently confessed he is a huge fan of the Great British Baking Show? Hot Dog. Yeah. 
I'm going to go with Jay-Z because that dude's getting real lame as he gets old. Oh, no, you're wrong. Damn it. You're wrong on, on a variety of levels. No, I'm not, damn it. Yeah, you're probably not. <laughs> uh, well, no. I uh, think yes. it's 50 Cent. No. It's 50 Cent because he's surprisingly old. Oh. No. <laughs> and he loves TV. Yeah. No. He's no, a it's TV not. mogul One now. time he got mad because his grandma made him take out the garbage. Yes, that's that a real a really thing. Funny tweet. Yeah, it's one his of his older, most. Oh, that's right. His yeah. older tweets are phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, they are phenomenal. Yeah, he I knew who recommend. he was for a minute, and then he lost yeah. it. Yeah, and then he made a zillion dollars. <laughs> he is not on brand. I don't know who. Who? Uh, uh, it was Snoop Dogg. Is it Snoop Dogg? Oh, yes. Snoop Dogg. I oh, it was Snoop Dogg. Yeah. He but I had everything. already said it, so I can't give you that point. I apologize. The answer is Snoop Dogg. In an interview with the Daily Star newspaper, the artist formerly known as Snoop Doggy Dog, formerly Calvin Cordozar Broadus, said, Bake Off is one of the greatest shows on TV. I guess people might be a little shocked to hear me say that. Nobody's shocked about anything that Snoop Dogg ever <laughs> no. says or does. Uh, but people are seeing a different side to me these days, adding, you know, I have been known to do a little baking in my time. Yeah, we know you'd like pot. Uh, I guess you could say my specialty was brownies, just maybe not the kind Mary Berry is used to. Okay, Snoop Dogg, we get it. Snoop Dogg, Doug Benson, yeah. got Why it. Why is he talking yeah. like his Got it. <laughs> you smoke weed. You're high. Got it. Also, got, and never what didn't makes have you it. think Mary Berry doesn't? Yeah, yeah. yeah. for you sure Mary, Mary, Mary Berry gets lit. Man. I think she Johnny does. Come yeah. Lately. Have you Maybe watched all series? No, you haven't. You don't know her. Paul Hollywood has the gentle eyes of the Morning Star. Oh, in a fight between those two, I'm going with... Mary Berry for... Oh, she'll take us all down. Oh, yeah, yeah. She'll take us all down. Uh, oh, then he was asked about Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry. He said, uh, the guy is cool, but it's all about my homegirl, Mary. You know she is the boss. I would love to meet up with her and get some tips. <laughs> well, there you go. I hope that happens. I hope it's uh, captured on videotape. Uh, for a bonus point, tell us your favorite way to eat your feelings. What is your greatest comfort food and TV combo? For me, uh, recently, it has been uh, Stranger Things. Mm. And uh, Isabella's Cookies, mm. the V-chip, oh. a vegan cookie. Am I, thought, I vegan? No, I'm not. I thought oh. you were going to twist it on us and be like, for me, it's Stranger Things and the television show Orange is the <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We watched Dave walk out of the studio. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. He's gone. Thank you. He's legit gone. Uh, I, I do watch Great British Bake Off, and then I eat the cakes that I've baked to eat alongside the show. And unfortunately, everyone in the house is just... Uh, agrees that my cooking's horrible <laughs> and it's really painful to like but eat substandard baking oh. and watch it be done well. But you're feel trying. very inadequate. You're putting in the effort, and that's what's important. That I am. Yeah, yeah, that's what's <laughs> best up. You I can do, isn't it? What you got? What are we? What are um, we going to do I, on my couch? I watch an enormous amount of TV. Yeah. So pick your pleasure. Yeah. You know? Name what, a show. Uh, what I pairs watch well it. with Bachelor in Paradise? Oh, you know what? I quit The Bachelor. Really? Uh, and Poison. A couple years ago. Uh, yes, and I decided to stop um, doing heroin. Uh, no, um, I, I I couldn't deal with it. It's too, um, they're too self-aware now. Yeah, you're right. And it's not as fun to make fun of it because mm -hmm. they are trying to they're... set up the jokes for us. And yeah. I'm like, no, that was my job on Twitter. I feel like, the same about Snoop Dogg now. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. too self-aware yeah. and yeah. it's not as fun You're in anymore. on this now. Yeah. Stop um, it. Yeah. Do, do, it's racist, do what you do. Um, Guys, yes, of course. I've but, got the trashy reality show treat for you. Yeah. MTV's Are You the One? Oh, it's oh, bad. This I show keep hearing how terrible is, it is incredible. Yeah. These are the dumbest. Think about Think about this. They are the dumbest group of people in their early 20s. Oh, think no. Think about how, think, if I was like, it's the <laughs> smartest bunch of people in their early 20s, you'd be like, what a bunch of idiots they yeah. must be. The, they They're the, worst. the dumbest. They got the bottom 10 mm. yeah, percentile. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
incredible. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I'm in. I think mine would be toaster strudels. Sure. Um, with but not a pop tart. I like a pop tart, but yeah. I'm specific about pop tarts. Mm-hmm. No frosting because oh. I like to put butter on them, oh. which people think is. I thought that was normal. Yeah. And people have always been like, "That's so fucking weird." <laughs> Try it. The holes are made to absorb butter down or into frosting. the filling. Uh-huh. It is the best. I I bet that's good. Unfrosted pop tarts. Toast them up. Uh huh. Put some fucking butter on them. With what? Oh, um, probably, uh, right. I mean, the thing I get the most excited about probably is Game of Thrones. Okay. I got, that sounds like some sort of weird, like, antiquated British treat that my dad would eat. Because sure. he's from East Coast Canada. So he'd be like, oh, nothing like a nice piece of uh, apple pie with a piece of cheese on it. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, God. What are you doing? Yeah. That's like <laughs> That's my dad good. with uh, watermelon and salt. <laughs> oh, like, what the what? fuck are oh, you that doing? Is good. Uh, David Reed. All of these. David Reed. What's your what's your snack and Hello. TV combo of choice? Uh, my snack, uh, I think. I, I mean, I'm totally with you on Game of Thrones. That's sort of my show now. Although I, you I, don't own it. You can't just. No, be it's like mine. That. I just bought it. Actually, bought it. Uh, um, are you on it? Because a lot not, of you over no, there. No, I'm are. not on it. Okay. No, I'm not on it either, and I'm. We're furious. the two who aren't on it, which is why we're available oh, for shit. this show. Oh, what boy. have we done that we're excluded? I know everyone else is on a plane to Ireland to film. Three of my friends have been busty wenches. I'm not a wench. I've got low self-esteem. <laughs> that, just, that just says more about the kind of people you hang out with, though. I think. <laughs> I'm still uh, rewatching all of Friends in case there's one I missed. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'll rewatch <laughs> it every couple of is. weeks. I'll watch the whole thing <laughs> and just go, no, still not one I missed. Whilst I, I eat um, just a snacking sausage, you know, just, just eating a whole chorizo. That's uh-huh. Oh, that's good. As opposed like to a meal too. sausage? It's like, what an erotic Yeah, image. yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Do you have pepperami over there in States? It's pepperami? like that. But no. Like the, pepperami? The Max version. I think I know what it is, pepperami. but no, we don't have it. You people have gone too far. That's a, that's a snacking sausage. And you're that's a man a, with a boisterous, greedy dog. I and am. yet you sit there eating a sausage flagrantly I like you're not going to lose a nose. Yeah. Oh. You're buying that dog's love is what you're doing. Uh, the end of round one, yeah. the scores are as follows. It's a tie. The U.S. has three. Wow. The U.K. has three. Oh, my God, you guys. We're uh, equals. It's a barn burner. <gasps> sort of we'll everything nothing to play for. <laughs> we'll be right back with round two after this. Hello, and welcome to Podphone. What type of podcast are you looking for? You have chosen funny podcasts about bad movies. Rated R. May we recommend The Flophouse. Three friends talk about bad movies and make each other and you laugh. Rated R. The Flophouse is playing at your ears. If you download it right now or whenever. Rated R. To purchase tickets to... The Flophouse. You don't need to do that. Just download it. The Flophouse. Rated R. For nudity, I guess. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the USA are Sarah Schaefer and Will Weldon. Playing for the UK, Nat Lertima, David Reed. Now it is time for a round we are calling IUDSIS. Stay in school because it's the best. Or we don't need no education except maybe grammar lessons. It's all about school is basically the point here. I, I would like to say I'm only playing for the U.S. because there was no Canada option. Someday there will be. Much like Tim Duncan playing for Team USA because there was no Virgin Islands team at uh-huh. the time. Okay. No, I just want to stress. Yeah. We get it. 
We get I didn't it. have the option. We get it. We get it, Will. You're Canadian. Things are going great up there. Congratulations. This blood runs white and red, baby. Is there a chasm baby. on that team already? God. No, Sarah gets it, I feel like. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. All right, it's September. Vacation's over. Kids are going back to school. It's about goddamn time. They're going to brag about their sexual conquests on, oh, those summer nights. You know, like Grace. Remember Grace? Yeah. 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 All right. So we decided to celebrate yeah. the school themed music from our respective nations. You will get your questions in turn. So there is no need to buzz in. Team UK, question number one is for you. Motley Crue famously covered a 1973 track by Brownsville Station about rebellious behavior in school. We've bleeped a specific word from the chorus of the original song. Let's listen. You know that's my cue. I'm going to meet the boys on floor number two. in the boys room. in the boys room. Now, teacher, don't you feel me? Up with your rules. Everybody's rough. <laughs> what were they the doing? Boys, boys room. room. Yeah. In the... We have okay. no idea. Is what it is a boys room? It's the men. It's the boys' restroom. It's the boys' restroom. Do you mean <laughs> oh. a toilet? If you if you mean toilet, oh. yes. you should be grown ups and say yes. toilet. Yeah. Something See, in, in like, the boys' toilet. To put it in British parlance, it's the turlet is what we're referring yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> the turlet. Okay. What a horrible name for a song. I don't well, know. Yeah, so what were they doing in the, the in the boys' toilet? In the little boys' room. We yes. understand little boys' room, yes, right? We That's do. The, okay, cool. I've got that. Why do yeah. you understand the uh, creepier version? I'm really yeah, tired of talking yeah. about this. So what <laughs> do you think it was? Like. <laughs> okay. Uh what the, what were they doing in the in the boys' room? I mean nothing you'd want to sing about, surely. Uh, Who sings about taking a poo? Maybe they were napping. <laughs> they were napping in the oh, boys' room. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> With the smell of those little discs in the urinal. Yeah, yeah. Would... Maybe they're just hanging urinal. out. <laughs> smoking! Maybe smoking. they're smoking. That's smoking. what bad Smoking kids is correct. Well, they were smoking in the boys' room. Oh, yeah. You let them talk Teacher, it don't out, you fill me up with your rules? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, go generic I... rock. It's so yep. funny because the... toilet, to me, I was in Australia and they were like, we call it toilet. And I was like, that's gross. Yeah, I find toilet to be like a disgusting word it is. for yeah. that. It's, yeah. it's only mm-hmm. one thing removed from just being like, uh, excuse me for a second, I have to go shit out of my ass now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know like, why yeah. we find like, it we dirty. We know what's in the boys' room. Yeah. We don't need to explicitly state it. Let's just, we're going to the yeah. room. What we're going to do there, you can speculate. Hey, I'm going to go take a room. rest <laughs> at yeah. either my butt or penis. Yeah, I used to honestly think that, <laughs> Maybe that my a bathroom, mouth. I knew what a bathroom was, but I would see signs for restrooms in like in restaurants and whatever, and I thought that I literally thought that it was where you would go for a nap in the middle of your meal, which there should be that. That should exist. Yeah. That should exist. Yeah. I get tired in the middle of a dinner. Uh, all right. <laughs> Question number two is for you, Team US. All right, oh, picture no. it. It's 1980. It's Christmas time. In America, Kenny Rogers is on top of the charts with Lady. But in the UK... With his roasters. Yeah, his pre-roasters. Uh, in the UK, St. Winifred's school choir are hogging the number one spot oh. with this guiltily terrible ballad. What are we supposed to be guessing? Really, anytime. Well, I'll get there. I'll get there. Can I just say that that 
is the product of what can only be described as the worst country in the world. <laughs> I cannot. An evil, an evil how did empire? that happen? Yeah. That is a really scary song. Well, it was St. Winifred's School Choir. The song was called There's No One Quite Like Grandma. It sold a million copies. It dominated the UK charts in December 1980 until what tragedy knocked it off the Christmas number one spot? The... 1980, December 1980. What happened that sent another song to the number one spot? December 1980. Mm-hmm. Is that when John Lennon? I'm making yeah. affirming looks at you. So would it be been... Imagine? Imagine, maybe? You're absolutely right. It was Imagine. Imagine. Yeah. It was Imagine. Yeah. It was Imagine, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna, was... At first I was the like... the death of John Lennon, you absolute <laughs> monsters? I, uh... <laughs> uh, well, Unbelievable. For a second I was like, what tragedy? I was like, I don't know. Did all the grandmas die? Yeah. <laughs> so people were like, the get great, that song out. The great, great, great grandma, grandma slaughter. Killing. It was a terrible <laughs> winter. Oh, a terrible winter. Every so single grandma sweet. was taken oh, from us. Yeah. A terrible winter. We had to promote some wives to grandma status <laughs> yeah. just to get through. Kicking so, yeah. and screaming, we shoved them into slippers. <laughs> <laughs> grandmas are a protected class in the UK. Not a lot of people know that. After 1980. <laughs> like, they got their own yeah. country like in the Middle East and displaced a bunch of Palestinians. Bumping <laughs> <laughs> into a grandma is a hate crime. Absolutely. So, yeah, John Lennon was, uh, was murdered on December 8th. Uh, Imagine was uh, re-released a couple weeks later. It knocked St. Winifred's School off the top spot. I think even Yoko and Sean would agree that it was worth it. Um, <laughs> question number three is for Team UK. His first wife would really agree that it was worth it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Now, you know, okay, <laughs> Team UK. In uh, 2009, piano pop star and hair comophobe Ben Folds released an album comprised entirely of various university a cappella groups doing covers of his songs, including this one, of Ben Folds' five breakout hit brick because what better song to make into a cheery acapella number yeah. than a song about driving your girlfriend to get an abortion the yep. day after Christmas. Let's yeah. listen. On the couch Mom and dad Went down to Charlotte They're not home to find a sound And we Boys, right to make a song about that choice uh, and make it all about himself. Uh, Team UK, that song <laughs> was recorded by an acapella group from Ohio University. Which of the following is that group's name? What is the name <laughs> yes. of the acapella group from Ohio University so that recorded that song okay. about abortion? Uh, is it A, the Bobcats? Is it B, the Leading Tones? Is it C, the Swing States? Or is it D, Crimes and Pun Notes Meant? Oh my god! <laughs> Hot dog! Oh my god! Can't believe it's not Ohio and Ohio. Mm. Oh, see that'd be good. <laughs> oh my god! Should have gone. The it answer is be. E. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. I think it's. Yeah, I'd go B. Yeah, I'd go B. B. The answer B. is B. The, the B leading B tones. Correct. Ooh. Absolutely yeah. right. That one out over their uh, really... alternate name. Uh, oh my god! We uh, better all get parts in Pitch Perfect Three, or else we have wasted our entire college careers that we could have spent trying to get late. Uh, question number four is for I, Team US. Oh, okay. Can I just say what a relief it would be if, like, what a nice change of pace it would be to drive my girlfriend to get an abortion on Christmas? Yeah. I would be like, thank you so much for giving me a chance to not spend this time with my family. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. this is yeah. uh, really a By relief. Making sure to me. we yeah. don't have our own family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What a brick she would be. Moving swiftly on. Uh, Question number four is for Team US. This is a 1981 quote from a British musician. The question will come after. I'm not going to do his voice because I don't want to. I wanted to, because if I did, it would give it away. I do such a good imitation of this guy. Uh, I wanted to write a song about sexuality in the classroom. I'd done teaching practice at secondary schools and been through the business of having 15-year-old girls fancying me and me really fancying them. How I kept my hands off them, I don't know. What near rapist pop star said that, and what pop classic did it inspire? Wait, and uh, is this it, probably Sting? You're right on the money. Um, <laughs> and what's the song? That's so sting, damning. And the song is sting. Um, "Don't Stand So Close to Me." Sarah Schaefer, you're absolutely right. Oh my god, I you never. You know your creeps. Oh, she knows her pedophiles. Yes, she does. Yeah, 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 keeps In my brain, I was <laughs> like, strong. "Is David that Lee is Roth strong. English?" <laughs> 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 Young school girl. Oh my god! I was just watching the. Uh, this girl the vid- is half your age. <laughs> it's such a good song. So good. Uh, the '86 version, not as good. Mm. Um, I was just watching the uh, the video of Van Halen reuniting on stage at the 1996 Video Music Awards, Ooh. where like the the other three bring him out and they haven't talked to him in ten years, and he like starts talking into the microphone, man, yeah. and he's just like so coked up and thinks he's <laughs> oh, hilarious god. that you can tell the other three are like. Nope, this reunion ends now. <laughs> and it did. It ended that very night. It's fucking great. We'll post that video. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it was Sting, the uh, the star of uh, of Dune and, uh, and sort of a, an occasional reggae artist, said he wrote the song inspired by his own teaching days when he wanted to fuck the children who were in his care. That is, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. Yeah, that's literally. Wow. That's literally. Uh, wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep reading that quote. Then there was uh, My Love for Lolita, which I think is a brilliant novel. Mm-hmm. I was looking for the key for 18 months, and suddenly there it was. That opened the gates, and out it came. The teacher, the open page, the virgin, the rape in the car, getting the sack, Nabokov, all that. So there you go. It's also, <laughs> there you go. Oh, I'm wow. wondering how closely he read the text of Lolita, because maybe he's taking the wrong lessons away I from it. I think he might be. I think yeah, he Lolita, might be. that's like a hot book about a lot of good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you yeah. fancy uh, oh, yeah, someone who's underage, someone will write a book about you. That's the yeah. moral. This is a quicker way to find fame than all the singing. Oh, man. My girlfriend once uh, called me from Sting's toilet. Sorry, oh, no. t- uh, Sting's little boy's room. Ah, wow. What was she doing in Sting's? She was calling me. Oh. Yeah. And nothing else. <laughs> nothing else happened. She was hiding from story. his tantric boner. Yeah. That's right. That won a Grammy, by the way. So she's old enough to be safe. <laughs> that song won a Grammy in 1981 for best rock performance by a duo or group with vocal, uh, probably because he managed to sing that line about that book by Nabokov without actually vomiting his own spine <laughs> out of shame. <laughs> uh, at the end of round two, the scores are as follows. Oh my God, it's still a tie. You guys have five points apiece. You guys, it's Ooh. a tie. You guys. Yeah. Holy Goodness. shit. The energy, the energy in this studio and on that video screen are palpable. Mm-hmm. It is a fucking dogfight. If one of us doesn't break away, I'm actually going to start getting competitive. So I hope somebody okay, takes yeah. a dominant <laughs> lead. Well, I have bad instincts with this kind of stuff. You better bring it in the final round, which is coming up after this. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. Yeah. 
Yeah, welcome back to International Waters. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard. I see the effort on your face. I see the beads of sweat. And I want you to know that it has been as useless as not expecting Usain Bolt to get laid after the Olympics because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this is for all the money. We totally need that because it's a draw at the moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, like, even if it were one point, it wouldn't matter because it would be the deciding thing. Shut up about it. It could be minus one point. Yeah. And it would still make a big difference. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. All right. So the last round is called Reboot to the Head. Now, we all know that no matter how successful something is in one country, it is nothing until it's been sloppily remade in another. You think the Italian job was worth shit until Mark Wahlberg got involved? It was not. Do you think Sherlock? Was anything before Lucy Liu? Get the fuck out of town. Uh, so in this round, like you're going to be one. pitching me. <laughs> you're going to be pitching me because I am the head of showbiz. Your country's remake of a smash from across the pond. Brits, you're going first. I want you to pitch me a very British reboot of Mad Max Fury Road. The blood and guts action movie starring Tom Hardy's weird Aussie accent, Charlize Theron as a meninist nightmare, and most importantly, huge muscle cars and a guitar that shoots fire. Uh, so how can you reboot Mad Max into a British box office smash? You have two minutes. Uh, starting now. I think it's obvious. Roundabouts. Sure. We have them. You don't have yeah. them. That, that film would be amazing with roundabouts. Four different ah! options every time you hit one. Absolutely. We've got to get rid of the name Max because it's a bit too exciting. I think maybe he should be called Peter. I like, like, peeved Peter. Peeved Peter, mm-hmm. yes. Peeved Peter. Stuck on a roundabout. And instead of Fury Road, it'd be like, cross dual carriageway. <laughs> cross cul-de-sac. Yeah, that, oh, I like we it. We know he's I going like on it. a hiding to nothing. And they're heading north, um, away from uh, Peter Stringfellow, <laughs> who's basically Immortan Joe. Uh, they're going to the Lake District where they've heard there's water. Yes. Um, and he's accompanied by, um, uh, we can't call her um, Im- Imperator Furiosa. That's just it's not a bit angry. Pre- Could we call her Karen? Yes, <laughs> with a C. Karen with a C. Karen with a C. Yes. Yeah, that would be I nice. I would like that. She's and also, Karen. there's also thrills and spills in the way because no one's updated the sat nav because you're not going to pay £40 for something so intangible as an update. No. Nope. And that's the main problem of the that they're trying to overcome for the entire film is just trying to find their way with an old paper A to Z Ooh. of uh, of the Midlands. Ooh, and, I uh, oh God, how are they going to do it? But you know, romance blossoms on the way to the Lake District. Stopping uh, off at a little like um, service station. Yeah, yeah, like a Happy Eater or a Little Chef. That or one with like the that. ducks, you know, along the M4. Oh, yeah, yeah, that I know. One. Welcome break. Yeah, yes, it's good. It's lovely. One. It's enchanting. It's very nice. So that's and they just like fuck among the ducks. Yeah. But they're being followed by a um, load of C-list uh, television celebrities, I think, uh, in, in, in like Morris Miners and a mini. Yeah, and terrific. one of them has like uh, a guy on bungee cords on top of it. Which isn't safe. It, Sorry, playing, have you read your Game Cross code? a descant recorder. Okay. Uh, We're moving into the start And they're tailgating act. as well. <laughs> UK, how do they settle their differences? Well, they, they discover an, an all-female um, enclave in the Lake District and decide <laughs> they have to return to London and defeat the people they originally left in the first place. It does seem odd, yes, yes. But, but that's the sat for you as well. And in the end, um, love conquers all, like in all British things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, but as long as there is a firm agreement before marriage of who gets what in case of a divorce great and then, and then there's it has snow, to be sensible and it's Christmas and then it's Richard Curtis and that's it's Richard lovely Curtis, and then yeah. there's, and there's, there's uh, there, over the credits a lovely song by Wet 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 is uh, 
That's right. Uh, yes. Covered by Coldplay. That would be Perfect. the modern. And then that one's covered by Hosier, and it sounds like all the songs that Hosier does, and everyone just feels very comfortable, oh and yeah. then Mary Berry does a dance at the end. Yeah, with every chord of the credits, it's covered by another band from yes. the previous one. It's a Russian dolls of band. It's, yeah. it's right. very exciting. Your time has been up for some time, but I was really enjoying that, <laughs> so I kind of let you go on. That was fantastic. I would see the shit out of that movie. I, I really don't would. understand a number of those references. Oh, I know. <laughs> they talked about an A to Z. They talked about roundabouts. It won't It was sell so well. British. My foreskin grew back. Yeah. Uh, it was so British, my name is now Chumley. <laughs> Team US, it is your turn. Uh, I need you to pitch me a big old balls out American remake of Call the Midwife, the lovely Sunday family show where delightfully repressed 1940s ladies help other nice ladies give birth to suspiciously big babies with no blood or vaginas anywhere, but plenty of tea. How can a big mm-hmm. American network make this more American? Your two minutes approximately start now. First in the grand tradition of... American remakes, the midwife played by a white guy. That is key. Number one, and he's gonna have he's gonna have a stilted American accent because he's gonna be from England or Australia. Or he's the rock. Yes, yeah, the rock. I think the rock would be a great midwife. Mm -hmm. Um he's gentle yet strong. Uh Uh-huh. Loving. Um and you know what I smell? Reunite the classic team of The Rock and Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott is the rock's uh, 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 cousin who uh-huh. is teaming Ass- along. Assistant midwife. Assistant midwife. Yeah. Those uh, they have uh, those. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And um, so they is go around and they help I don't women. Know. They he's the doula. Yeah, yeah. And they help women give birth. Um, in the back of eighteen wheelers okay. because it's always on. They're always on the run because sure. they're fueling their midwife operation by stealing classic cars. cars. So while right. they're doing midwifery. They also have a team of uh, exotic car thieves from a variety of other yeah. countries whose sure. personalities yeah. can all be summed up in one word. There's like hot Asian lady. There's black like guy. Black guy. Yeah. There's uh, angry Latino uh-huh. who maybe also there's Melissa McCarthy. Sure. Melissa McCarthy. Fiery she brings red-headed in lesbian. the comedy. Yeah, comic relief. She's getting bumped by a lot of cars as they yeah. get brought on. She the falls a lot. Yeah, yep. she, she gets around. hit by a car every five yep. minutes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And every time a baby is born, there's an explosion. Yes. Sure. So Somewhere that's how the baby in the frame. Yes, and there is an evil government official chasing after them but mm-hmm. also somehow the american military is also glorified uh during this process a lot of flags <laughs> waving on the 18 wheeler the wheels also flags they're colored like flags they flap mm-hmm. in the wind mm-hmm. uh and also all the women uh giving birth who need the midwives huge tits huge tits huge but tits. you know what the theme of the movie really is well i'd like to know mommy shaming uh-huh yeah. sure and how that has gotten out of control <laughs> on facebook mm-hmm you know, mommy groups shaming other mommies, and um, you know, there's no one way to have a child uh-huh. unless The Rock is involved, and there's really only one way. Okay, and also, great. it's key that the movie does not understand how social media works at all. Great. Yeah. So it's so it's a huge movie, and then at the end, uh, Kristen Bell just walks on stage and and just mm-hmm. delivers a PSA directly yeah. into the camera about yeah. mommy shaming. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amber Tamblyn, maybe. And we all pretend yeah. like Amber Tamblyn. Yeah. Uh, we Chris, all pretend Chris like Mel. Kristen Bell is not a Scientologist as well. That's important. Is she a Scientologist? Yeah, she's married to Dex right. Shepard, right? Okay. Time's up. Yeah, Your time is up. I just, but I, I do want to discuss this further. Are they, they're seriously Scientologists? <laughs> yes. Every time I watch- I every, can tell! Every time I watch those commercials they're in together, 
I'm like, these are lies. I know sick shit goes on behind those walls, uh, you Scientologists. Have you seen that weird refrigerator commercial <laughs> yes, they've done? Yes, it's so weird. They have like a robot refrigerator that's keeping their like weird birthday party going. Yes. <laughs> it's got like it's got like the CNN magic wall it's on it, right? Like weird. there's a, yeah, yeah. a ticker. Yeah. It's very strange. Do you do you have these uh, these new I'm canceling fa- my holiday to America. Fucking dystopian nightmare. Uh, oh my god. I'm tallying the points. And you know what? I'm in love with all four of you. It's a tie. It's a tie. Oh, yeah, I'm reaching oh. across the Atlantic Ocean you and I'm, and I'm extending like a hand of friendship because I think our countries should I come like together at this difficult time in history. <laughs> Did I say that this is horseshit? No, you can't go winner. No, maybe I'm fully American now, but in my brain, I'm like, somebody wins. Or this was a waste. No, everybody fucking wins. Fighting. Everybody wins. You win, Sarah. You win, Will. You win, Nat. You win, David. You win, listener. You win, producers. Colin, Jennifer. Everybody wins. You know what I hear when everybody wins? What? I hear everybody loses. Well, that's your fucking And everybody problem. should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> that's your problem, Will Weldon. Go the fuck back to Canada. I'm going to go home and lift weights there's to a, get the taste a, of this out of my there's mouth. There's a tragically hip-shaped hole in your home country that you can help to fill. Get the it's fuck back It's only one guy from the tragically <laughs> hip. Yeah, but then the band can't continue without him, there's right? No there's no tragically hip without, hip without Gord Downey. Yeah. We all know it. We all, all right. just call him Gord. Yeah, yeah. He's Everyone just, in Canada calls him Gord. Just, you're on yeah. a first name basis with yeah. Gord Downey. Yeah. Uh, tip a little out for Gord Downey in the Tragically Hip. That was a really great last show. Yeah, watched it online. Yeah. All right, now before we go, uh, do you guys have anything that you want to plug, and then to offset the ego karma, something that someone else did that you want to bring the world's attention to? David Reed, we'll begin with you. Uh, yeah, I'll just plug uh, my podcast, uh, Film Fandango where we talk about films uh, based upon very little knowledge whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's me, me and a comedian called Merrick Larwood. I used to interview uh, like Johnny Depp and people I can't be bothered anymore. So no, God, he's the worst. Had to get but, biscuits in. It wasn't worth yeah, it, was it's, it? It's terrible. But yeah, Film Fandango, check that out. Great. And then something um, someone else did. Uh, another podcast, Do the Right Thing. It's fantastic. Great. Daniel Ward, Michael Legg, Margaret Cabon Smith. Very, very funny. Great. It's about moral dilemmas. Great. We love it. They've all I think they've all been on the show, right? Pretty much. They've they? all been on the show, yeah. Well, there are only like eight people in the UK. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Pickens are slim. Thank you, David Reed. Nat. Um, I've written a book. It gave me terrible RSI. So if you if you want to buy it, that might help with the kind of clawing that I've now developed. Um, what is it's called RSI? goldfish over in America. Oh, oh it's repetitive strain injury. Uh, and it gotcha. makes your hands claw. Yeah. And you wake up like a little witch. Yeah. It's not oh. captivating. <laughs> I know. I've been informed by my boyfriend it's not appealing to find that in the morning heading towards your face. Oh, um, I sleep like I'm in a coffin, so I've been told the same thing. I sleep on my back with my arms crossed over my chest. And a rosary. Yeah. I'm told it's very disconcerting Brooding to on wake things up to. he could have it won. It is spooky. It's real spooky. All right. So get goldfish. Don't let the RSI yeah, be in vain. Yeah, get goldfish. Uh, and then what no, else? Please, guys. Please. Oh, and there's a podcast I've got really into. Uh, it's, it's American. You've probably heard of it. It's called Oh No, with Russ and Carrie. Oh, sure. That is in the Max Fun family. Yeah. I really we like love that. Those guys. And uh, so I've been getting very into that. I'm going through their Scientology. Yep. Eight episodes now, and I'm very lost. Oh, boy. I yeah. don't know what you guys are up to. At least with Catholicism, we just had straightforward pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You knew you where know. you were with that. You knew where you, you were. You knew where you stood. You, in knew, a terrible you knew when place. you aged out of it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Listen, listen to uh, Ross and Carrie's uh, series on Scientology. Uh, don't let their eventual deaths be in vain. <laughs> uh, thank you, Nat. Uh, Will Weldon. 
I guess uh, <laughs> I guess I should uh, plug my my podcast again. I wouldn't if I didn't have a co-host. I wouldn't. I'd be like, eh, who cares? But I always feel Come like on. I owe it to her to put in effort. Come on, tell uh, us about the podcast. It's <laughs> called uh, Angry Little Goats, and mm-hmm. I uh, co-host it with Eliza Skinner, who is a, a, a comedian as She's well. Great. Very funny. Yes, and. Um, for uh, the thing somebody else did, I mean, this is no, I don't think this is helpful to anyone outside the United States, but I signed up for CISO out of a sense of responsibility to like some of my friends who have TV shows on it. Yeah. But like I watched uh, Hidden America with Jonah Ray and it's actually like so, so, so funny. Yeah. It made me, I love uh, travel shows and it's just like so good and it's uh it's essentially like a hidden sketch show where it's a sketch comedy show but they hide it by making it a travel show parody uh-huh. and uh it's really good so good see so yeah. get your yeah. get your bajillion dollar property if you use these get your hidden america wait get do you guys take have my a, wife do you guys have a code for CISO? because i've been using t- i always be like you can use the code take my wife all yeah. one word it's someone yeah. else's code i have nothing to do with it <laughs> i just know you get two free months with it uh, my podcast okay, well, that's good to know. no sponsorship code see so we will listen to an offer for sponsorship uh <laughs> so great sarah schaefer hey uh listen to my album chrysalis okay. uh-huh. it's available on itunes uh-huh. and amazon and all those things uh-huh. of that nature it's great. a stand-up comedy album uh-huh. and i have a lot of new stuff coming up so just follow me on twitter i think great. You're not shy about promoting Sarah Schaefer yourself. One. Is. Yeah. Um, and something someone else did. Someone else. Two things. On CISO, I would recommend, while you're on CISO, check out Rory Scovel's special. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember what he called it, but just look up Rory Scovel. My, <laughs> he's incredibly funny. I love him. Yeah. But my boyfriend also directed it. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, and then I would read Lindy West's book, Shrill. Mm-hmm. It is truly very one of the book. funniest books. Very, very she is book. truly a gifted writer. Yeah. Like you read some people do books because like people told them to do a book. Uh-huh. She was born to write. Yeah. She's such a funny writer. Yeah. And I recommend it. She's great. It's a very funny book. Yes. Yeah, Thank she's you great. very much. Thank you very much. I'm Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter at Dave Holmes. My book Party of One is out now. Uh, the thing that I would uh, bring to the world's attention, and it's huge, and it doesn't need my help, but it, it bears repeating how good it is. Uh, the book The Nest by, I don't know how to say her name, but Cynthia Dupree, I think, Sweeney. It is a, a real page turner. I literally, It was one of those things where I, like, I couldn't do anything until I finished the book. Ooh, Read wow. The Nest. Okay. All right. Sarah Schaefer, Will Weldon, Nat Lertzima, David Reed, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. Bye. 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 You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing for Sarah Schaefer, Will Weldon, Nat Lertzima, and David Reed. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. Thank you also to everyone who has left a five-star review on iTunes. If you haven't already done that, would you please? It helps us get the word out to new listeners, and it's just a nice thing to do. Makes you feel good inside. Uh, the show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Sarah Morgan and Riley Silverman, and our producers are Colin Anderson and Jennifer Marmer, and we're all in love with you. Bye. Hey, International Waters listeners, it's me, Dave. I have a secret. Now, this is not officially announced yet. But you know, we're going to the London Podcast Festival. We have a show September 24th, 9.30 p.m. Our guests, and this is just between the two of us, don't tell anybody. John Hodgman, Maria Shahata, John Finnamore, Josie Long, 
oh my God, this is going to be such a good show. we got to keep this between us for now, okay? It's at King's Place, September 24th, 9.30 p.m. You can get your tickets now at MaximumFun.org, and I will see you there. Shh. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.